today is, oh, what is today? Oh, my, my father's birthday, January 10th. Um, we are reading from the big book of AA, pages 67, notice the word fear, to page 68, we never apologize to anyone. This passage is about the fourth step, fear inventory. Today, our reader is Jeff H, followed by a 20 minute share by Michelle S, S of NJ. Michelle, we please, I'm sorry. Okay, the second day is never as easy as the first, according to Brene Brown. But anyway, um, Jeff, will you please read the pages? My name is Jeff. I'm a compulsive overeater. Notice that the word fear is bracketed alongside the difficulties with Mr. Brown, Mrs. Jones, the employer, and the wife. This short word somehow touches about every aspect of our lives. It was an evil and corroding thread. The fabric of our existence was shot through with it. It set in motion trains of circumstances which brought us misfortune we felt we didn't deserve. But did not we ourselves set the ball rolling? Sometimes we think fear uh, ought to be classed with stealing. It seems to cause more trouble. We reviewed our fears thoroughly. We put them on paper, uh, even though we had no resentment in connection um, with them. Uh, we asked ourselves why we had uh, why we had them. Wasn't it because self-reliance failed us? Self-reliance was good as far as it went, but it didn't go far enough. Some of us once had great self-confidence but it didn't fully solve the fear problem or any other. Uh, when it made us cocky, it was worse. Uh, perhaps there is a better way, we think so. For we are now on a different basis, the basis of trusting and relying upon God. We trust infinite God rather than our finite selves. We are in the world to play the role he assigns. Just to the extent that we do as we think he would have us, and humbly rely on him, does he uh, enable us to match calamity with serenity? Uh, is that the stopping point, uh, Karen? The, the next paragraph also, please. Okay, all right. We never apologize to anyone for depending upon our creator. We can laugh at those who think spirituality the way of weakness. Paradoxically, it is the way of strength. The verdict of the ages is that faith means courage. All men of faith have courage. They trust their God. We never apologize for God. Instead, we let him demonstrate through us what he can do. We ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. At once, we commence to outgrow fear. Thank you, Jeff. Okay, and now we will have Michelle S. Um, just a little qualification. I've I've um, been in program and abstinence since um, September 7th of 2019, 19, so I have a little over 14 months of abstinence. I am from South Jersey. My home group is um, the Thursday morning 10 a.m. meeting. Um, it's uh, usually in Voorhees, New Jersey. Um, we meet on Zoom now, um, and uh, I 
since I started in the OA program, God has seen fit to take 112 pounds from me um, in my abstinence. And uh, I do have a sponsor. I'm eternally grateful to her and the rest of the people in this program. And I'd like to thank um, Kim, Karen, and Claire for putting all this together on Zoom. It's been um, really helpful for me. I really enjoy the podcast. I listen to them very often. Um, and um, I'm here to talk to you a little bit about fear. And uh, what a good topic, because when Kim um, reached out to me about uh, a little over a month ago, I have been feared up about this talk ever since. I mean, I think we can all understand that you know, you know, sharing on um, the big book, which I, I'm, I love the big book, but sharing on it is, uh, is especially with 125 people listening to you is kind of fearful. And um, I had to do the deal here. I had to do what they say here. I had to give it to God. And uh, this morning and, if, and, and ever since she's been asking me, it's been in part of my prayers for God to direct my thinking, to take this fear away and um, for me to be of service to others. And um, I have to say that, uh, you know, I, as fearful as I was, today I woke up and um, my stomach is not in knots and I am not feeling anxious and it has to be because of this program. Um, so fear, um, I love when it talks about fear in, this, um, in this, these few paragraphs as the evil and corroding thread. Um, and when I think of an evil corroding threat, I think like a sweater and you look at all the strings going back and forth all throughout. And that's what fear is to me. It really, really dominated my life. And I didn't know it until I actually listed them in black and white, like it tells us to do here. Um, it's a soul sickness, uh, fear for me, it distances me from my higher power. If I'm feared up in my head space, it leaves no room for my higher power to come in and use me in the best way that he would want me to be. Um, and for me, fear absolutely generates more character defects. So when I'm fearing feared up, I'm fearing that perfectionism, I'm fearing, I'm feeling the self-seeking, I'm feeling the self selfishness, all of those things surround my fear. So I had to list them down and then I had to list why I have these fears. Um, and most of it is because self-reliance failed us. And we learn that often through this whole program. Um, you know, why can't I stop eating? Why can't I do it on my own? And it's because self-reliance failed us. I need a higher power. I need something else to help me. Um, so just like in our resentments in the previous paragraphs, we had to list them in black and white and review our fears. We had to look at them where they came from, the ideas, the attitudes and the emotions around them. What are we afraid of? Who or what? The people, the institutions, the principles. I think fears in my head. When I experience fear, I think them over and over, just like a resentment. I, I feel the fear constantly over and over. And, uh, you know, for me today, that's not good. These are the reasons why I would pick up the food. And I don't want to do that today. So I have these fears, fears, it controls and dominates me. But I have to remember that in step three, I made that decision. I made the decision to let God direct my thinking. And as I said before, if I'm feared up, there is no room for God in my head. So, um, until I put it on paper, I didn't realize how much fear I lived by. Really, I didn't. I had to see them 
I had to see them listed there and uh, know that they weren't doing me any good. I mean, there are some good fears. I mean, I will say that, you know, it was fear that brought me into the program of OA. Um, I had a lot of health problems. It was, you know, August of 2019. I had, um, you know, I was had uncontrolled uh, type two diabetes that my doctor said was due to my eating habits. And then um, there was a beach vacation that we took at the end of August that, um, you know, I had a bout of gout, which I had never had before. And I had uh, swollen uh, feet and wasn't able to walk. And I was with my family on vacation and couldn't walk off of my couch, watching my family frolic around by the ocean side and realizing, I think I did this to myself. Like this is, this is the food, this is my food addiction. And I don't wanna live the rest of my life like this. I was afraid, I was afraid that, you know, I wouldn't be able to walk. I wouldn't be able to face this problem. And it was fear that brought me into the program. So there are good aspects of fear. I'm not saying it's all bad. But um, the fear that took over my life that made me eat was no longer of use for me, no longer of use. <sighs> so every fear I have evolves around something. Usually it revolves around the fact that I'm not going to get something I really want. It revolves around, am I going to lose something that I've already got or something that I should have done or maybe something I did to somebody that maybe I might be worried about the consequences of. Those are the fears that usually I had listed for me um, and the causes of them. So then what do I do with these fears? After I decide that they are no longer useful for me, where do I go with that? Um, it says here on my inventory, which, um, you know, again, I mentioned I have a sponsor and, and and I feel that sponsorship is extremely important to go through these inventories with. I mean, I could do it on my own, but a lot of times I can't pinpoint my true character defects all by myself. I need somebody else to kind of help guide me in that aspect. And um, when we when we did it, we did it. Um, there's a link to OA Big Book Info, and I, I I printed most of my inventories from there, and that's the inventory used for fear. So. When I listed my fears, when I listed the cause of my fears, then I had to list, you know, where was my reliance? Um, was it in my, um, my finite self? And I had to look up the difference to finite. What does that mean? And that means having limits or, or bounds. Or was I trusting my infinite God? And infinite is limitless or endless space. Um, so most of my fears was the, the fact that I was trusting my own. I wasn't giving any of these fears to God. I wasn't trusting that God was going to take these fears from me. I was just living with them and sulking in them and um, did me no, no good. So my reliance mostly was in myself. And um, as I said before, kept playing the fears over and over in my head, refeeling them. And I had to look at them and see what the truth was of them. Were they true? Sometimes I distorted things. You know, I definitely distorted my fears. Um, I distorted the truth. So what was I to do with them? Once I realized that I was relying on myself, I had to start relying on God. And for me, 
it starts with prayer. Um, in here, there is a prayer. It says, and on my resentment sheet, it says, God, please remove my fear and direct my attention to what you would have me be. So I started that. I started it on a daily basis. I started it not every day when I woke up. I started it when I started to feel these fears creep up in me. Because once I've identified them, it's a lot easier for me to identify when I'm feeling them throughout the day. So sometimes it did require me to go into the bathroom at work and, and do my prayer there. It required me to say the prayer in the car when I started to feel, when I was by myself and all alone. And sometimes it required me to call people, um, definitely required me to call people in the program um, to get outside of my, my head in a way and to tell them or tell them I'm having these fears and I, I, I want to be rid of them. Um, my sponsor was very helpful with that. And I prayed and I prayed. And as I prayed, I started changing myself and started to change my um my thought habits started to think of what God would have me be instead of those fears. My higher power doesn't want me torn up inside. My higher power wants me to be of use to you, of use to him. Um, he does not want me to be stuck in my own head, that's for sure. So one of the main promises I get out of doing this step is asking you know God to remove our fear, directing what He would have us be, and then I'm more useful to you and my and other people. And and they say here in this reading that then I commence to outgrow fear, and to outgrow fear is all I ever really wanted. And you know, I feel that through practicing this, it works. You know, I I said that um, you know when Kim asked me to speak. Um, I felt feared up, but day by day, I felt less and less of that fear until this morning. And I was like, Hmm, you know what? I don't feel any fear at all anymore. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty beautiful thing that this program works. Um, it shows me, it shows me courage and faith and, um, with courage and faith, I feel like, you know, they say that there's fear and then the opposite of fear is faith. And, you know, Fear can be dangerous, you know. Um, I, I have a lot of fear when it comes to my employer and my employment. Um, I am a pastry chef by trade, so it is something that I do. I'm around my trigger foods constantly. And um, I, I definitely fear that a lot. However, God has, you know, kept me neutral and neutral around the foods. When I'm there, I'm there to do a service to my boss and to my employer. And um, I have not thought really about eating any of the foods that I'm around. And I owe that to my higher power. So even though that was a very legitimate fear for me, especially when I first started this program and first started my abstinence, I've seen that God has taken that from me. As long as I keep continuing with these steps, if I continue with this program, I can, I can stay neutral around the food. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And, you know, fear is not a bad thing to have. You know, it gives us um, the opportunity to become closer to our higher power. So a lot of times when it does come up in me now, I do turn to God and thank him for showing me that I still have fear. You know, I'm a human being. It's not going to go away forever. 
but thank you for showing me this fear and thank you for helping me with this fear and thank you for showing me the opposite of what you would have you know thank you for showing me the opposite of fear which is faith and courage and what would you have me be lord instead of this um there is, you know this couldn't come at better timing for me because in my own personal life a lot of fears are coming up um i am um recently going through a separation with my husband so there's a lot of fear involved in that as well but i know that this program is here for me and that there's an outlet for this fear and that's my higher power um i'm gonna end on the fact that um you know, my sponsor this morning when I called her to tell her that I was a little feared up for this whole, uh, this whole speaking um, commitment, she said to me, and I know that people have heard this before, that um, courage is not the absence of fear. It's the ability to move forward and trust in God. And for me, that's everything. You know what I mean? I, I trust my infinite God today. And as long as I accept, you know, the outcome of any situation to be his will and, you know, the and, and same thing with my separation and my divorce, I accept anything that's going to happen is going to be God's will. As long as I do the footwork and do what I know to be what what's the next right thing, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. And one thing's for sure, um, after doing this service today, I have a nice day planned. Um, I'm looking forward to the rest of my day, but uh, I can tell you that being of service is a real joy for me. And um, I'd like to thank, like I said, Kim, Claire, and everybody else that puts this podcast together. Because when I said that I am um, a pastry chef by trade, I listen to a lot of these podcasts while I'm at work. And it's extremely helpful for me to get through the day and to refocus myself. I have earphones in and and I can um, fill my head with a little bit of OA. So thank you so much for letting me share. And um, I wish everyone a beautiful day. Thank you, Michelle, for that great share. For those who came on late, we read pages 67 and 68 in the big book, now, which is about the fear portion 